Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, I'm writing this on Monday afternoon, and to be honest, I've got one eye on the telly watching the test match. Uh, I doubt I have long to wait for the denouement. I'm also waiting to hear the upshot of Bojo's machinations, how much he's going to divvy up to fix NHS waiting lists. I hope to include the upshot of his thinking towards the end of this uh, little broadcast. Uh, I'm waiting, millions of waiting for the NHS, so so it seems to be like a good idea to have a conversation about waiting. It's dangerous to second-guess what the public want from the NHS, observers, relatives, carers and users. If it's possible to encapsulate what they all want in one epithet, I'd put my money on peace of mind. The peace of mind that comes from knowing the service is there when you need it, you'll be safe, and the people looking after you will be kind. Of it all, being there when you need it is probably the most important. Waiting hours for an ambulance, queuing for A&E, waiting for a care package, travelling around the country for a mental health bed and hobbling about waiting for a hip, it's all an ugly fail. If anything will break the love affair the public has with the NHS, it is waiting. The one key determinant, the man in the street measure, the yardstick, the family conversation, waiting. Oh, by the way, England are all out. We've lost the test match. Well done. Well played, India. So now you have my undivided attention. But I'm still waiting for Bojo. The waiting lists are long and getting longer. How many people are waiting? Well, the Health Foundation have done a brilliant job with the numbers and you can see it all in a link that's in today's e-letter. It's really worth a look. We know there are over 5 million and can guess that the ghost list, the patients who held back during the COVID, some say might triple the numbers. How much will it cost? Well, once again, the Foundation, the Health Foundation is much more finessed about it but the back of the fag packet basics, the NHS has a price list for everything it does. It's called the tariff. From bunions to bypass surgery, it all has a price tag, from a few quid to loads of money. Let's assume a fair average might be £1,500 for a procedure and go with that. There are about 15 million people waiting. That means 15 million times 1,500 quid. You get about £22.5 billion on top of the day-to-day running costs of the NHS. The money is easy. How you do it is the tricky bit. Do we have a plan? Dunno. Many trusts are running theatres hot, three sessions a day, squeezing in more sessions or one more patient on a list. It's possible, but it costs money. Working overtime costs a premium, and we know we have staff shortages, rotor gaps and vacancies. Accelerated discharge arrangements cost social services money that they don't have. The private sector, they only have 700 operating theatres, mostly staffed by NHS anaesthetists and surgeons working evenings and weekends. Most don't have an ITU for emergencies, and anyway, they're all busy earning premium rates from patients fed up with waiting for the NHS. Solutions? Well, encourage part-time staff to do an extra plus day a week maybe, that's cost more money. Ask recently retired staff to come back and help. More money. 
appeal for volunteers a la COVID. That's still an overhead cost, more money. Block book hotel rooms for recovery, more money. Pay GPs to maintain patients' pain or symptoms free, and that costs more money. Prepare people to be as fit as possible for their operations to reduce stays, more money. Bring staff from overseas, more money, and the home office, well, they're going to turn ugly. My solution is overspend and turn the debts into public dividend uh, capital. Public dividend capital is an accounting trick, so you'd have to ask the finance director about that. I mean, there, there just ain't much wriggle room with any of this. If we had a plan, something that must be part of it is to manage the actual waiting. Validate lists, waiting lists, weekly, develop a national dashboard, identify capacity and cancellation slots, review waiters and accelerate those with clinical priority, recruit volunteers to become speciality liaison workers and use them to tell the waiters exactly where they are on the list, communicate with them weekly with good news progress and how to get fit for an op, Set up groups for waiters for mutual support, WhatsApp groups and things like that. Keep people motivated, optimistic and hopeful. And spot trust reducing lists the quickest and go and find out how they're doing it and share their stuff. And just as I was typing the last full stop and given up waiting for Bojo, there was some breaking news. I've just learned the NHS is to be given £5.4 billion to address waiting lists. Now that's good news. Now we need a plan, a recovery team and someone to lead it. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again soon. Bye bye now.